Train hard, live strong family. Yo, we got a great one today. Okay, you know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. And in this episode today, I'm bringing you someone that is incredible. And I cannot wait for you to hear her story, her passions, her her mindset, the way she thinks, the way she operates, who she is. I just cannot wait. And before we jump in, I got a few announcements, y'all. Okay, number one, leaving a five-star review for this episode, for this podcast, truly does mean the world to me because it helps me get feedback from you guys and girls who are tuning in every Monday and Thursday. But not only that, you're helping other people around the world who are looking for answers inside their health and fitness journey. You're helping them find this podcast just that much faster. So leaving a five-star review, taking a minute or two to write something cool, give me some feedback, truly does help a lot of us and a lot of other people who are looking for answers, y'all. LiquidIV.com, hydration. You already know I preach this over and over and over again. Hydration is key. Hydration is key, and sometimes water tastes kind of bland, right? Water don't taste that great sometimes. Not only that, but we are very busy in life. We just forget to drink water. And let's be honest, sometimes we just decide to have soda over water, but water is always going to be the one that needs to hydrate you, the one that we need to have as human beings. So LiquidIV.com has amazing little packets you just throw inside of a water bottle. And it hydrates you three times faster than drinking regular water. But on top of that, it brings some freaking tasteful flavors to that water. So it doesn't taste so bland like regular water does. So not only are you getting amazing flavor, but you're getting three times the amount of hydration as well. But if you head over to liquidiv.com, check out their products. Use promo code TRAINHARD to save you 25% off your purchase. They also got immunity products, energy, and some sleep stuff. On the other side, with training, working out, EliteHitPerformance.com, if you want on-the-go, ready, freaking workouts that you can do with little to no equipment at all, or maybe you're looking for a home-based type of workout program, EliteHitPerformance.com has it for you. If you head over there right now, they got free workouts there on the front homepage you can just click and jump into right now. And whenever you become an Elite Hit member, you're going to have access to all the exclusive Hit workouts, all the exclusive Hit series, and the amazing community of Elite Hit members that they have that are driven and hungry and determined to grasp their highest potential with inside themselves, with their body, and their health. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot wait to introduce this guest speaker. She's a homegrown Oklahoma girl turned fitness model, owner of the Fit in 5 Challenge. You might have seen her on a few magazines, Inside Fitness Women, Oxygen, Health and Fitness, and Muscular Development, and a lot more. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the show, Paige Hathaway. Do not, do not give up on yourself because you are all that yourself has you know what i mean like you you are what you got right right so don't give up on yourself hey everyone coach matt here and you're listening to the train hard live strong podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros top fitness influencers motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Lifestyle Podcast. Today we have 
the fitness legend. Oh gosh, Paige Hathaway. <laughs> hey, Paige, how you doing? I'm good. I like that intro. Yeah, yeah, nice. absolutely. We're gonna do another intro on top of this intro. Oh wow! So it's gonna be just amplified. Lots of intros. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So this is. I've never. We've never been to Dallas. So this you've is never ever been to Dallas, no. living where you live, and you've never been what? Right, that's what I'm saying. I've that's only crazy. been to Houston or uh, Austin in the city of Austin. Oh yeah, and like city of Houston, obviously, because I live there. Yeah, but never when we come to Dallas. Sometimes we it's like the outskirts. Oh right, you know, right, whatever right. you call them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. What you're saying. Well, I'm new to Dallas, but Dallas is great. Y'all need to stay for the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. we are. Yeah. So Friday night we stayed yesterday. Oh, and then Saturday we'll be here all day, and then tomorrow nice. we leave like midday. That's perfect. So we're going to enjoy this good weather today. It's beautiful outside. Yes, absolutely. So you actually, I haven't told you, but you're a very highly requested wow. guest speaker to come on the show. Yes, we get, we That's like to, amazing. Yeah, we like to ask our people like, hey, who That's do you want so on the show? Cool. And every, like few of them, Paige Hathaway, Paige Hathaway. So like, we're so excited to finally have well, you here. I'm honored. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, and thanks everyone for requesting her. Um, Thank so check it out for everyone. Mm-hmm. Cause still, still. I've talked to people. It's like, hey, we're going to go meet Paige Hathaway this weekend. And they're like, oh, who's Paige Hathaway? So still people, I obviously, yeah, don't know who you are. Yes. So I know you have an incredible background story. Yeah. And you have an incredible journey to get to who you are today. Definitely. So uh, for everyone who doesn't know who you are, yeah. can you give them a nice little background story on how you got here today? Yeah. Oh, do you want the short version? You said we have an hour. Yes. Oh, we got time. <laughs> we got time. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I live in Dallas now, but right. I'm from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And, um, short version of upbringing, um, you know, mom and dad got divorced when I was really young Okay. and I kind of bounced around from mom to dad, from like family, friends, relatives, stuff like that. Um, just kind of had a, I don't know, not like a stable upbringing. Mm-hmm. Okay. My grandma, I guess you could say raised me the most. Wow. That's awesome. Um, Turned 16 and I moved out on my own. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, ever since I was young, I always like knew like I wanted more out of life. I just had, you know, sometimes you just have that feeling inside you, you know, like there's like more, I'm meant for more. Mm -hmm. There's got to be more. And, you know, I worked at a young age. Um, I started my own businesses when I was like 12 um, picking up poop in neighborhoods. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> I was the pages pooper scooper business. <laughs> Is that for real? Is that really? for real? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should trade like I, that. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, and I would, I would ask people to pick up their dog poop in their yard for $10. So I was always like an entrepreneur at heart at a young age. Um, and yeah, moved out when I was 16 years old and worked bunch of jobs because, you know, when you're younger, you don't make that much. Right, so, right. I mean, I was working at a tanning salon. I was weighing tables at Chili's. I was doing like all the things. And I don't know, like, I just felt like, is this what life is? Just like working and not being passionate or fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt, I just felt, I just didn't feel happy, right. you know, but I was like, you know, I have to support myself. I have to, you know, pay my bills, you know, all the, all the things, all the adult stuff, all the things that you have to do to survive. Gosh. But I knew that like, there has to be, has to be more to life than just like surviving life. Absolutely. You know, just waking up every day and going through the motions. So it's weird. You know, I, I do feel that the universe, God, like whatever you want to call it, um, one day had this guy ask me like, you should do a bikini show when I was like 22. 
and I was going to school, going to college, put myself through college, and I was like a bikini show. Like I'd never heard of this, and so you I you never knew know. about the competition world. Or no, wow, never knew. Okay, and this was I'm 33 now, so this mm-hmm. was 11 years ago, right? Um, and it's definitely not what it is like now. You no. know, it's definitely evolved right. so much. Um, but I was like, that is just sounds so strange to me right. like to get up on stage in a bikini, you know, and like show this off. Yeah. Right. You know, I didn't know that like, you know, you're training and you're changing your body and, and you're showing, you know, like aesthetics. I mm-hmm. just was like being on stage in a bikini. It sounds weird. Right. So the more research I did, um, I was like, wow, this is so interesting to me, you know? And he asked and asked and asked and asked. Okay. So finally, one day I just woke up and I was like, what do I have to lose to do this? You know, like this guy won't stop bothering me. You know, um, he had just opened a gym in Oklahoma where I'm from. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. You know? So I went in one day and he was like shocked to see me. He's like, whoa, you're really going to do this? I was like, let's do it. And I'm the type of person, if I'm going to do something, I'm 100% in. Yeah. There's no doubt. No. Yeah. No doubt. I'm not like one foot in. I'm like fully invested so yeah, I fully invested myself. I trained for, um, I think a little over four months, mm-hmm. entered in the Ronnie Coleman, which is here in Dallas, one of the biggest state shows in the U S and I got second. Dang. Yeah. Not even knowing about it. Without anything. Jump in hundred percent. There you go. Second there, place. There you go. And that's how it kind of started for me. Uh-huh. Um, was that show? Yeah. That's crazy. I and know. then from there, so from there you dove into the fitness world. Yeah. And that just gave you a little taste of it. Yeah. So there I dove in and I got second. So it's kind of like walking into a casino, right? Yes. And your first time you ever like, you know, put your money into a slot machine, hitting the jackpot, you know, yeah, I was like, like surprised. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. I got second place on my first show ever. But then I did another show and I got like a little bit placed down and a little bit placed down. And I did like, I think four shows maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got like last place on the fourth show. I went from second place to like last place. Right. But Um, you gradually go into bigger shows though. I went into bigger shows. Yeah. So those girls are going in there that have been years. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but then I got, you know, obviously like a little discouraged. Absolutely. But I didn't want to quit. Right. Because I, I was like, for the first time in my life, I felt like, I felt so fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I was so passionate about what I was doing. I was, you know, how you first get started and you're in the gym for like hours and hours and hours and you're Feels good. The blood going to your muscles. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't want to give up. So I was like, what else could I do to get my name out there? That's not doing fitness shows. Cause I'm like, there has to be another way to make it in the fitness industry. Gotcha. Gotcha. Without doing shows. Uh-huh. So I kind of went back to the drawing board And I literally made like a big poster with all the things that were in the fitness industry, expos, magazines, competitions. Uh There's even like spokesmodel competitions like bodybuilding.com. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of things you can do without competing, Mm -hmm. which I'm so glad that I competed because it taught me so much. But I went to the drawing board and I just like thought of all the things I could do to get my name out there. Mm -hmm. And then I just started doing those. And checking the boxes. I went to expos and I made comp cards <laughs> to pass them out. Like to strangers. To strangers. Like what? to businesses. Um, hi, I'm Paige Hathaway. Here's, you know, my email address. You know, I'm a new, you uh-huh. know, fitness, you know, model. I didn't even yeah, know what yeah, to yeah. say at the time. Because their influencer wasn't a thing, you know, right, ten right. years ago. So I just oh, that's true. Yeah, right. I just did everything you possibly could 
10 years ago to get my name out there in, you know, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm so glad I didn't give up because I feel that a lot of people have like an, um, a goal or a dream to do something and something doesn't work out and they Mm -hmm. give up like way too early. Yes. Um, so I'm so thankful that I just did something else and did something else and did something else. And then finally things started working and fast forward to now I'm, you know, here, yeah. here I am with you. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. See, because you went through your journey, I went through mine, now it met us here. Yeah, it's insane. I like when, I like how you just ended it, how you said when things begin to get difficult, hard, that's yeah. when people begin to fall off. Yeah. Because it's easy to, mm-hmm. to just quit Quit right there, right? Definitely. Uh, and I think that is such a uh, amazing characteristic to grab, to not quit whenever you go through those things, because those things are what build the mentality and who you are. 100%. Like t- today. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and now you're a, a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're a, a wife and you're like, a, obviously, a, you know, businesswoman, all this incredible stuff. So all these things that you did whenever it was easier to quit. Definitely. You know, like you're handing these, most people now, they just get a car and they throw it away. Yeah. So who knows what they were doing with who it? Who knows? Looking who at knows? it and say, okay, I'm going to throw it away. They might have thrown away. Yeah. So for sure. you, but you still committed to it. Yeah. And no matter what the outcomes were, you stuck true to it mm-hmm. because you knew that there was something for you. And I think that's awesome because a lot of people, whenever they're pursuing a weight loss journey or a muscle growth journey or like a transformation journey within mm-hmm. inside themselves, you never know what's going to happen. You never know if you're going to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. You never know if, if you're going to even get to that where you want to be at. Yeah. Right? So it's all like you're just throwing, I guess, coins into the wishing well, just wishing, yep. right? Yeah. And uh, But whenever you keep doing it, something is going to happen. Something is going to happen. So I think it's so cool. So now yeah. you're here and uh, and you're a mom. So all these things that, that you've done obviously made you a strong woman today. Yeah. So how is it now? How is it now being Paige Hathaway now than it was before? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely evolved mm-hmm. as a person and as a brand. I, you know, for... Ever, I wanted kids. I'm 33, about to be 34, and you're Leo, right? Yeah, me too. That's so cool. Yes, August 1st. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. 31st. So we're like one day apart. Oh wow, yeah, Yeah, that's so crazy. Oh yeah, nice. So cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was really nervous to have that shift in my brand Mm -hmm. because I've been Paige Hathaway on Instagram for so long. I was like, well, how are people going to perceive like me now being a mom? Right. Because I feel like when I had Presley, there wasn't a lot of people that like either were pregnant, had kids or shared their journey that they had been through that already. So you're kind of like alone a little bit. Yeah. I was like, how are people going to perceive this? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it's been the best thing really for like me and my brand. And, um, it, it's, it's just changed my life in such a positive way. It's been really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Have the journey. Yeah. The see it's, I think as, okay. So rewind, you said you were kind of raised by your grandma, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. So same here, right? My, my mom was, uh, basically a single mother for a long time and then she married uh, but my grandma was always there. She was always there to help oh, her, yeah. always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she basically was like my mom number two. Mm-hmm. So they both played a huge mom part in my life. Right. And uh, it, you know, they taught me a lot of stuff and, and a lot of things to to make me who I am today. So, but I've always admired a women and what they go through. And I say this all the time with any female guest speaker or any, or any of my female clients. 
I always say that, you know, whenever a female, a mom, whoever, they, they live life and they are not happy with themselves or they do things to jeopardize their health or whatever it is that they're doing, um, you get them into the weight room, I feel like you're giving them superpowers, like yeah. more. Because, like, women sure. go, already go through so much mm-hmm. hormonal stuff every month. Mm-hmm. And then you want to, you know, put a baby in them. Yeah. And then they have this baby grow for nine months, and then the body's changing oh so gosh, quick. yeah. And only I can, I can barely imagine, yeah. you know, because <laughs> I saw Anna do it too. And, uh, and then the baby comes out, and it's like your body's changing again. Oh, my gosh. And I think all these things are incredible. So whenever... You so you were Paige Hathaway fit, you mm-hmm. know, obviously on magazines and yeah. all this incredible stuff, and all of a sudden you have, have this change, this, this change, yeah. right? And 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 the body obviously changes too. So how did you? I know physically it's a lot, but how did you mentally yeah. get through it and get out of it? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. So rewind to like when I first started my fitness journey. Mm-hmm. I was starting out um, as like a bean pole. Right. Like I was so skinny. I had no muscle. And for me, it's, it's actually hard for me to like, just keep muscle on. I don't know. I'm like, the what same the way. Same, yeah, I'm the I same way. But hold on before you go into your story. Does that, did that like, does that bug you being super thin, like too thin naturally? I mean, not, I mean now it does. Uh-huh. Um, but at first, no, because I always thought like being skinny, you know, as was a like girl pretty, right. was like the, the, the thing that you wanted to be, you wanted right. to be like the skinniest, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, never in my entirety of life when in my like younger twenties before I got into this, mm-hmm. did I think like I would be comfortable weighing 130 pounds or 140 pounds or hundred, wow. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, when I was 20, it was all, all about like being like, the skinniest because that's what also you see in like the magazines everywhere, and, everywhere. um, you know, the Victoria's secret models mm-hmm. are skinny. Um, so getting into my fitness journey and gaining muscle, I had no idea that really I had this like body dysmorphia of being skinny and putting muscle on it was hard made me, well, it made me confident oh, and it made no. me there feel like, yeah. um, more of like a woman because it made me have like a little bit more curves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because I was putting on some muscle. Right. So never did I think that I'd be when I was 20, mm-hmm. um, before I'd gotten into lifting weights, did I think that getting into lifting weights and eating the right way and nourishing my body the right way and fueling my body the right way and treating my body the right way that I would actually be more confident and happier with my body. I mean, feel more womanly, right? Yeah. So then I'm in my fitness journey. Um, I've, you know, I've put on my muscle. I'm, I'm fit Paige Hathaway, right? Yoked. And then, um, having, uh, getting pregnant and having Presley for me, pregnancy was so challenging for me just because it was a mental, absolutely. uh, you know, challenge because I was so used to being fit, uh, having abs. And obviously as you're growing, you're a baby, you you know, the abs are not, so it was such a mental challenge for me. Um, and every day, you know, you're going to get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Now looking back at it, I really wish I would have, if I could tell myself something now yeah. being pregnant, I would just say, enjoy yes. this process. Right. You are growing a human. This is beautiful. This is natural. Um, enjoy it Paige, because I didn't as enjoy it as much as I feel like I should have because of the fact I was in this mental battle with myself of, oh my gosh, like I don't have abs anymore. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I'm not fit anymore. It's such a mental 
um, you know, fog. Yeah. It's mental fog. And then after having Presley, um, it was so again, challenging Mm -hmm. for me because I'm so used to, you know, being so fit and everyone told me while I was pregnant and about to, you know, give birth, you're going to bounce right back. You were so fit before you're just, the pounds are going to just melt right off of you. As if you were pregnant ever. Right. And, and, and it was not like that for me. Mm -hmm. It was after I had her, you know, I'd gained 40, 50 pounds. Um, during the pregnancy. Yeah. I gained like nearly 50 pounds when, when, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fluid though. It's like a lot of, well, yeah. And and she was 10 pounds, so that didn't help, but yeah, she was like (laughs) a big old baby, but yeah, I mean like, so I, you know, I, I gained so much weight. Um, and I, you know, throughout my pregnancy, people say work out, you know, and I, and I was active. Obviously I, I, you know, stayed consistent with still eating healthy Mm -hmm. and nurturing my body Mm -hmm. the way I needed to, to, you know, create this human, but it was no longer about you anymore. Yeah. You're right. It's all about the baby. Right. Right. So it was such a mental, you're right. It was such a mental challenge for me after I, I don't, I don't talk about it, but I went through a little bit of postpartum depression just because of the way my mind was, you know, in, in a, like you were saying, like a, like a brain fog. It was just, it was just such a mental battle that if I'm, I look back at it now, I'm like, dang, like, I wish I could tell myself like, this is normal. Like you're going to, you're going to get through this. Mm Um, you know, just enjoy the journey because really we all go through some sort of journey when it comes to like, um, fitness goals or success and really enjoying the journey is so important to remember. And it's so hard to remember when you're in the thick of things, right? you know? Right. But yeah, no, it was very challenging and it wasn't until I was about a year postpartum that I started to kind of like feel like myself again, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Um, because for me it, it was really challenging, um, getting, getting my body back. back yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, because you, this baby girl is nine months. Yeah. yeah. So it's like nine months. Expect nine months again afterwards for it to barely get back. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you got to still do what you got to do to take care of it. And that's something that I'm glad you said that. You know, it took nine months for you to grow this human. Human. Another person. Yeah. It's right. going to take you nine months and then some to reverse right. it, you right. know? So right. don't think it's a overnight thing you're so right on that right so like your, your body didn't bounce back and every everybody's different which i like to always so your story that you just said right now um all the things and this is one thing i truly believe like in life and i feel like obviously we have a subconscious mind yeah and things happen that we don't even know that we're doing sometimes right so all the things that you did right in the in the past trying to create the brand and the name for Paige Hathaway and doing all the things that you did uh handing out the cards and just doing stuff that you didn't even know could create an outcome like it is today yeah. all those struggles and then getting your body to gain muscle and, and overcoming gaining weight because you thought that you were just always gonna be naturally skinny or whatnot totally. all these things that you've battled mentally I feel like have set you up for success whenever you were pregnant mm-hmm. and then and then obviously going through the uh, yeah. the mindset battles during after all those things together and i feel like especially as as women too and guys as well right guys as well guys go through a lot of stuff too they just don't like to express these things yes and um but whenever it comes down to going through hardships 
how you say take it take a moment and, and embrace those hardships mm-hmm. i yeah. feel like it's crucial and i always tell the people like it's hard today it's gonna be hard for the next week the next nine months who knows but still enjoy even the thickest parts of your journey because those are the parts that truly do open doors for success yeah it really makes you who you are um, absolutely throughout my life i mean even like to childhood, I would look back and think like, why, like, why me? Like, why did I have to go through that? Or like, why did I have to like endure this? Or, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, even throughout my life, you know, it's like, why did I go through that? Or why, what, why, you know, like, yeah, it's like, why am I, why did I have to like have that happen to me? You know, but really, truly, if I look back at all the things of the, the hardship and the struggles and Mm -hmm. the pain and, and all the things that I was like, why did I have to go through that? If you really sit and like think about all the things that you went through, uh-huh. it really makes like, all those things shape you to who you are today. Right, right. You know, it, it really does. Like you should really embrace your struggles. You should really embrace your, your hardship. You should really embrace all the shitty parts you know because it it really molds you if you allow it Mm -hmm. to the person that you are today allow it you know you you can use hardship um as a crutch you know you can say well i'm not successful because of this you know what i mean like you can use it as like an excuse or fit because of this yeah you can definitely use whatever it is as an excuse or you know a crutch or some you could use it to support you and why Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. successful um but really there's no excuse you know what i mean you know that that is not an excuse we all go through struggles in different ways we Mm -hmm. all go through something in different ways that um, makes us who we are Mm -hmm. but it's those unique things that you go through Mm -hmm. or the unique thing that I went through, Mm -hmm. that's really going to make me more unique than you Mm -hmm. in a more positive way. You know what I mean? Like I bet you've been through things that really molded you into like maybe being more independent or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, I love to always say like, don't use your hardship as, a crutch, like not. as an excuse, yeah. you know, yeah, it's not. and nothing in life is easy. The things right. that are hard are the things that make you better. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, don't, you know, so I guess quick story about me, since you basically said, you know, about the hardships and stuff. Um, I think we're pretty, almost pretty much similar, but my gap, instead of going to fitness expos and stuff like that, I spent my time in the military. So I think that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. But I was, uh, one day I was working at uh, Chili's. Oh, yeah. No uh, way. And, and I did too, yeah. <laughs> so I was a server as well. And um, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. We're both Leo's. Yeah, so maybe, it's like we're the, the same. Maybe back ribs though. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, when's the last time you've been to Chili's? It, well, you know what? We went like a few months ago because I was like, uh-huh. God, I haven't been to Chili's in so long. They got good stuff now. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, at age uh, 18... Uh, my, my stepfather, he, uh, he had like a lot of problems with himself Mm -hmm. and he, uh, you know, he just, I guess he just didn't know how to deal with these things and stuff. So he did the best he could, but wasn't the emotional support I needed as a growing man. Mm -hmm. So at age 18, I get a text saying, uh, and Anna was there with me saying, Hey, come home, uh, get a few things and, uh, I don't want to see you for a few days. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm packing myself. I'm never going to come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I thought my... 
my family would like my mom and my sister would say hey don't you know don't go and when I got myself and I left like no one stopped me so I left wow and ever since then I went from like a friend's couch to another friend's and then they opened up I had a great friend she um she moved her son out of the room and made me or let me you know she opened up a room for me and then a year passes by and I decided to enlist into the military when I enlisted I was in like a uh, such a, a dark point in my mm-hmm. life so mm-hmm. like Whatever happened in the military, it didn't, I didn't care. And I became a, a, a paratrooper too, so I would jump out of the airplanes. Wow. And people always ask, like, hey, were you, like, scared? Like, yeah, of course I was scared. But, um, you know, like I said, it didn't bother me if I were to jump and if I were to die that day or whatnot. Right, right, right. Because of, I, it was hard for me to feel something. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get stationed in Alaska, I was uh, stationed there for about three and a half years. I would, the gym was always a part of me since, since I was young. I was very athletic. And when I was 13, that's when I first touched my, my weights for the first time. And ever since then, I was just addicted. Um, but in, inside there, uh, one day I was getting ready to go to formation and I was looking in the mirror and I was like, you know, uh, it was, I just didn't, I felt like all the things I did, I went through it like blinded. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of like blacked out the last year and a half of my life and I ended up there and I was like, Looking at myself, and I just wasn't happy with what I saw. And then uh, ever since that day, though, I told myself, yo, dude, you need, to, you need to be the man that you want to be for your future wife, for your future son, for your future kids, for your future whatever you want to do. And you need to be the best person you can be because if you would go to battle with, with these soldiers, you need to make sure that you can come home safe and they can come home safe. And I want to be the leader for people to look yeah, up to, right? Yeah. Especially the soldiers because they're coming in young and they mm-hmm. are fresh out of their homes or whatever it is. So every day from that day on, I, I just committed to training. And it was always there in my life, right? But this was different. So when I trained, it was all for like mental growth. Yeah. And, and all those, those training days, it was like go for pain. Don't go for like, oh, 12 sets of this or whatever. I went to, I couldn't no more. And it was like, I wanted to push to that point because I wanted to feel something. And that's the only time I felt something was whenever wow. you get that burn sensation. Because yeah. other than that, I was like, I guess you could say depressed, angry. I was all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then whenever I was getting close to getting out of the military is when I was helping other soldiers accomplish physical stuff that they wanted to do. And then people were getting like higher PT scores and people were getting stronger. And then they're like, dude, whenever you get out, you should, you should coach. Wow. So I was like, okay, so then I did it and I went to school and I got my degree and then all this other stuff and I was out. And then when I got out, it's very hard to adjust to the civilian world. So I felt like you always feel like you're kind of like alone, mm-hmm. but this can go with anybody. Yeah. If totally, you are, totally. if you are, you know, pregnant and you're, you wanted to go through this and no one really showed their pregnancy, you felt right, alone. Right. So the right. same thing with yeah, me, I felt, yeah. I felt alone. So I go through this. And obviously it's hard on me, it's hard on Anna, and it's just, it's just difficult. I'm trying to figure myself out. But all those, all those hardships and all those things, all, all, all of them brought me to where I am today yeah. and who I am today. Yeah. And, and, Incredible. Yeah, and I'm happy that I went through them. So yeah. people always ask me, like, hey, are you happy that you went through those things? I'm like, yeah, of course. At that moment, no. I was like, dude, I'd right. rather be somewhere else. Yeah. You know, like life sucks. I mm-hmm. wish I could just have rich parents or something yeah, or have an easy way out. But it's not like that. You know, right. you need to... But I feel like with anything, business, relationships, family, with uh, your fitness journey, with any goal in, in life, like if you want to put new grass in your front yard, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But you're going to have to go through some hard stuff, totally. right? To make it look great. Yeah. So all the hardships that you go through, I, I a thousand percent agree that those are the things that we need to stop and embrace them 
and then learn from it. Yeah, you're you're learning so much about yourself. When else can you learn about yourself? Other than hard times, yeah, right? Definitely. It's like the best times to I do. love that you like had your like aha moment, like your wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, like you woke up one day and you're like, What am I doing? Yeah, I was like, it was so weird. Yeah, it is, because that's what I had too. Yeah, I get like it's chills incredible. when I talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Because it's so it's so life changing. Yeah. You know, but only you can make yeah. that decision. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, for yeah. example, maybe um, you know, Anna, right? Mm. Anna. Anna. Maybe (laughs) Anna was like, you know, like wanting you to, you know, something, wanting something for you, wanting something for you. But Mm. unless you want it for yourself, like unless you like have that moment for yourself, not then will it like change. Exactly. You know, so you really got to like want it for yourself. So I'm, we're both parents. I'm newly, we're both actually just new. new. (laughs) You're, you're more into it than I am for sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's different now because obviously we're, we're parents and and this, I guess this can go along, obviously it's a lot different when you have your own kid, but yeah. if you have a business and you have employees or whatever, or whatever it is, you can use this as well, I guess. But, um, everything that you've gone through and all the stuff that you're doing now still, cause even still today, life is not like perfect. You still go through no, the struggles Yes. and, but now you're more mature about these things. Totally. So, uh, how does it, how did it sculpt you now as a woman you are, but also a mother to Preston? Yeah. Like, what is it going to do? What do you think it's, what do you think it's done to you to be the best mom you could be and woman idol yeah. for her? Yeah. I mean, kind of like, you know, it's kind of crazy. We have had kind of similar upbringings, but I know even crazy. like being younger, like I'm not close to my, I'm I'm working on my relationships with my parents, even to this day. Dude, same. But with my mom, with my mom. Same, though. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I used to be, like, I don't know, what's the word? Like, I used to just be Blah. so, well, I used to be so envious of, like, my friends that would have, like, the perfect family, you mm, know? I'm the same Yeah, way. I used yeah. to be like, well, why can't I, like, have, like... Like, like my, like why can I call my parents and be like, you know, yeah. oh, this what happened today. Yes. Let's FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I understand. I didn't really have that, you know? So, but now having my own daughter, mm-hmm. they, they, they have taught me so much in, in that way of how I want to treat my daughter, how I want to, you know, be there for her. And, you know, so I've learned a lot through that way, mm-hmm. um, of just how I want to, always be there for her and encourage her and you know that she really can do anything that she wants to do and right. you know be anything that she wants to be because I never really had that and you got you got her back always. I got her back all the time no matter what it is yeah mm-hmm. and then you know that type of upbringing I feel like made me the person I am today because it made me want to be independent and it made me want to be like mm-hmm. super strong mm-hmm. like ain't no one gonna be you know nobody no one <laughs> That's how it should be, man. That's how it should be. Yeah. So now, um, you know, being in my shoes, like it, again, like all that hardship, all that struggle, all that, I feel like has made me want to be a great mom to her. So I'm, you know, again, thankful for all the crappy things that I've been through in life because it's made me want to be the best for her. Um, because I know, you know what it's like to maybe not have your mom, you know, there for you at times that you need them the most. So, and then also getting into fitness Mm -hmm. and, um, that transition in my life, you know, 
it really made me super disciplined and it, and it taught me a lot about myself. So yeah, yeah, I mean, no other way, man. Right. So that, um, also I feel like shaped me into being like a good mom for her. So I I always tell people and people, I think, I don't know if they understand this. Yeah. Obviously you have to go through it. Right. But I always tell people like, if you're having problems anywhere in life and I've seen it happen, like I've seen this happen. I've even talked to people. I've had other people on here that battle with suicidal thoughts or depression, anger, stuff like this. Training opens up a pathway, a door for you to be one-on-one with yourself, to look at yourself in a mirror, but like more like mentally Mm -hmm. than just physically looking into a mirror. Totally. Because when you look into a mirror, what do you see? You see a physical self. Right. There's no other way for you to find a mental self unless you go through the mud, right? Yeah, yeah. But inside training, you get there. Yep. And and people are always like, well, it's just fitness. Like you're just going through rounds or whatever. It's like, okay, well, let's say you do, you know, burpees for five minutes, Mm -hmm. okay? And like minute one, you'll probably be tired. Right. At minute two, you'll be exhausted. At minute two and a half, you're going to want to quit if by then you haven't quit already. So how do you get to minute five? You know, how do you do those things? It's all mindset, man. It's all mindset. And whenever you get that and you're done with five minutes, you're going to be sweating. You're going to be huffing and puffing. You might have thrown up already. And you're going to be like, but I'm still alive and Mm -hmm. I'm still here. Yep. So now when you go home and you have a relationship to fix, a business to build up, uh, you know, a kid to raise yeah. or anything, you know that you can do it because you're working on your mental self. So if you did that, then you understand yeah. that and you're confident and you believe in yourself that mm-hmm. you can do anything else. Totally. I mean, everything is a mindset. I mean, and it should be from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I believe that you're in control of your life. Um, for the most part, uh, the way you feel, the way you perceive things, mm-hmm. um, what you do every day, uh, what actions you're taking to reach your goals or actions you're taking to be kind to other people, whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, you're in control of that. You know, you're in control of what you're doing every day. Are you sitting on the couch eating potato chips, watching, right. you know, right, binge watching right. Netflix all day, or are you trying to better yourself? I mean, not nothing wrong with watching Netflix, but you know, or are you writing down goals and, and crossing off that checklist every day, mm-hmm. being the best person, parent, mm-hmm. husband, wife, friend, daughter, whatever it is mm-hmm. um, that you can be like, you can, I, it's crazy, but you can be all those things. You can be successful in life. You can still have a great marriage. You can have oh, uh, yeah. children. Um, you can do all the things, you know, um, there's no limit to what you can do and what you can achieve. And, but it all starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts with when you wake up in the morning, how you're going to be that day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. I always tell people too, it's like you, you have control over what you just said. Everything you just said, you have control over those things. Yeah. How you react, how you, uh, if you're training or if you want to take care of your health, whatever it is you yeah. want to do, you have control over those things. And you take control over those things to be prepared for the things you don't have control over. 100%. And I believe in that a thousand percent. But I do love what you just said too. And I want to ask you, how do you balance everything that you have going on, especially being Paige Hathaway? How do you, yeah. how do you balance these things and be there as a mom, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a wife, and, and be there as an influencer, as an idol, and all these things? Yeah, oh my gosh. How, how do you do it? How do you balance these things? Um, you know what? I, it's a learning process for me as well. Um, I'm, I try my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, before I was a mom, I mean, I, 
I love to work. I love to, I mean, I feel like I don't work because like I, when you love what you do, um, which is so cool to say, like I, I, I get to wake up every day and do what I love. I mean, Mm. obviously there's things in my job, which is like in every job, even if you love it or not, that you probably don't particularly enjoy the most. Exactly. Yeah. But (laughs) you know what I mean? There's going to be those things. Even if you wake up with a, you know, doing what, what you're passionate about. There's mm-hmm. going to be some things that you don't particularly enjoy. Um, I mean, that's with everything, even oh yeah, reaching a fitness goal, you right. know, it's like can't the repetitive it things. You yeah. can't love it all. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I used to, um, work nonstop like 24 seven. Um, but now that I have a, a baby and I, and I love what I do. So it wasn't like work to me. But now that I have, you but know, other people were telling baby, you, dude, you work too much. Yeah, people were saying that all right. the time. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm just, I don't, I don't work. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love what I do. What can uh-huh. I say? Um, but now that I, you know, I'm, I have Jason in my life and Presley. There, you know, there is a balance that I had to find right. and figure out. And I'm the type of person that I, I kind of have a guilty conscience if I, um, if I work too long and I'm not spending enough time with mm. them or mm. whatever. Um, but for me, it was just finding what works and kind of setting boundaries. You know what I mean? For me, it was like kind like, of being more structured plan of like now kind of setting those hours of like a nine to five, which before I didn't have like a nine to five, you know, I would just you don't. I, right. But you do. But I do. Right. <laughs> um, and just finding what works for you. You know right, what I mean? Right. At first, like the first six months of like having Presley, I didn't have like any help with her. Like I didn't have anyone watch her or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is not good on my mental health because I can't work and take care of her. And you want to be there because she's new. Yes. And you want to be there. There's all the things, you know what I mean? But you just really have to find out what works for you. Yes. 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 You know, whether Mm -hmm. that's like getting like grandparents to watch for a little while. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things, but you just got to find balance. Balance is so important. I mean, with everything in life, whether it's with balancing family life and business life, diet life with like, you know, indulgence life. Yeah. You know, balance is just so important, but finding what works for you, for your balance mm-hmm. is key. Absolutely. Yeah. You said one word in whenever you're talking right now and it was, it's guilt, right? Guilt. Mm-hmm. And there's, I never heard of this thing called mom guilt. Oh yeah. Okay. I never heard of this thing until one person that I interviewed said it. And I was like, what the heck? What could, what could possibly be, but what, what is this mom guilt? I don't understand why someone would feel guilty because they want to take time out of their day to work on themselves away from their child. Yeah. So obviously when I said it, you already knew, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have mom guilt? Yeah. And I still do have mom guilt. Like, I don't know if it ever goes 16 away. 16 months, right? Press <laughs> Does it 16 go months? away? 16 months. So 16 months and of mom guilt. I still guilt. have mom guilt. I'm Jeez. like, I, I wonder if it ever goes away. I'm, I'm, if anyone's listening out there, yeah, if you, y'all can let me know if mom guilt goes away, that would be really <laughs> They're like, my kid's 16, still yeah. I got mom guilt. <laughs> I'm wondering if it goes away. I mean, I have mom guilt when I, ha- we do have a nanny now okay. because I have to like, I have to have like a work day, Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, of course, but. There's mom guilt with getting that because now someone else is watching your mm-hmm. child. So I have mom guilt about that. So Why now, do you get mom guilt though? What, what inside? What does it get like? I don't know. It's like a... You just feel like, oh, like I'm, ba- this, I'm a like, bad mom. Yeah, is that what you feel? Yeah, I do. Like it's so strange. Or like if I, if we, like it's so important mm-hmm. as parents to have like date nights and Absolutely, to like get outside of the house. Right. But 
I sometimes have mom guilt about it, like doing it too often, like what's too often, but what's not enough because yes. the foundation of your relationship is the foundation of, of, of their life. Of the, yes, yeah. exactly. So right. having that is so important as mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. to like have y'all's time by yourself, but I have mom guilt or like hanging Gosh. out with my friends. I I sometimes have mom, mom guilt. guilt. It's just, we, it's crazy. It, right. it, I, I don't understand. Do people put mom guilt? Some people have told me people have put mom guilt on them. Yeah. People, other moms put mom guilt on other moms. It's sad. And they probably got mom guilt too. <laughs> Probably. It's like a, it's a circle they probably of mom have guilt. so much mom guilt that they're like, you know. I got too much, girl. You need to have here, some of this. Here's some mom guilt for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. And and I wonder if there's dad guilt. I'm pretty sure there's dad guilt. Yeah. I feel bad sometimes whenever I'm away from my son. And yeah, I'm like, see? I'm like, oh, I want to like, I miss his smile. I miss his face. Yeah. But then I think, too, whenever I'm doing what I'm doing, that right. I'm doing everything to one day extremely benefit his life. You're right. You're right. And, I and want it's him not like you're not there. You know yeah, I mean? I'm th- exactly. Like, exactly. You're, you're still there, but you know, you're right. You have to think that too. Yeah. Like I'm going on date night because it's the foundation of right. their life too. And right. it's important for me and you know, their dad to have a, absolutely, you know, a good relationship and healthy. Cause your love created her. So it's like, exactly. you need to keep that love. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I don't so just... think of that next time I have mom guilt. <laughs> yeah. See? Yes, exactly. It's weird when I look at my son. Cause I'm like, it's so weird on this human. Like it's I, so weird. it's me, you know. I know. Like because we're human, yeah. and he's got bones and I know. a heart. I, and I, I, I can't even. I look at Presley, and I'm like, what? This the is heck? the craziest thing. And that's what's crazy to me because you know, with your story mm-hmm. and upbringing, and my story, I'm like, how do parents like not? How are they not there for this like tiny human? That's oh my like me? gosh! Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right, I'm right. like what. What? <laughs> well, I know someone told me so the other day. Crazy. A client told me she was like, uh, she was like, because she has a, a teenager right now, and he's like being a punk, I guess. Oh right? yeah. So she's like, um, yeah, babies come out cute because when they cry nonstop, you can't like you're just like, oh my god, because they're so cute still. But like once they turn fourteen, whatever, oh, yeah, you're gonna you're be like, like well, you're not cute gone. no more. Yeah. <laughs> so like, go to your room. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's that's so funny. But um, also too, you've you've. We've all evolved, right? Yeah. Time has gone yeah. by. And it's good. Evolving is good. Like everyone needs to evolve. Absolutely. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's so good mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And training has it's crazy because whenever I was thirteen, I was in the gym for like three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me tell you my gym schedule, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would wake up, I would not eat breakfast, I would not eat lunch at school. Because I was shy to, to eat in front of people. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, Are you crazy. still? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I, no, I eat a lot. <laughs> Anyone who knows me right now, they're like, no, dude, Matt eats too much. Um, but yeah, now they're like, dude, stop eating. But uh, no, uh, and after the gym or uh, after school, right? And I was in sports. So we would do like practice and I had weights for a period. So I would do weights too. But then after I would go to uh, the gym or first we'd go to Taco Bell first, right? Me and like some friends. And I eat a bunch of Taco Bell, right? Oh, yeah. But they had this Dang, this quarter good. machine, this thing where you drop a quarter and it lands on a on a thingamajiggy, and then you can like get a free burrito. Oh wow! So I didn't have a lot of money. Oh yeah, so but I had quarters. <laughs> so I got really good at dropping a quarter and making it and get wow. food. Wow! So that's how I would eat, and then I would slam down pre workout, oh, and I would go work out for three hours, and then after that, I would catch a ride with my friend to go home, right? Oh, yeah. Or my parents to come grab me if they could. But uh, that's how it was. But fitness was always there. Yeah. Always. I mean, that sounds like the life, getting Taco Bell and then working yeah. out for three hours. I like, look back what? like, dude, I wish I would just, again, <laughs> embraced it. 
but uh, I was I was skinny, super yeah, skinny. Yeah, I get pushed yeah. around all the time. So I was like, dude, I need to build some muscle. I need to become a man. And I thought that's how men looked, right? Right. So I was like, let's do it. So I gained like 50 pounds from like sophomore year to senior year. But when I trained, yeah, dude, I was I'm telling you, I was pushing three hours a day. But whenever I train now, sometimes I feel like that same kid back in the day when I first was training. But now I look I look at myself. Now I'm like, dude, I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 this year. And for me, training will always be the same thing because I understand training and I'm learning more about myself. And I understand that that's what you do in yeah, training. Yep, like yep, the yep. physical stuff is all I feel like benefits. Yeah. Like six pack, dude, sweet, right? But there's people out there who are physically fit, the elite, and they're still internally depressed or angry totally. or not happy. Or they still think that even though they're at 8% body fat, they could be at seven, yeah. you know? So it's very toxic. But now when I train... I train for the mental growth. Like I want to grow, not I want to feel something. I want to mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. Right? I want to find new things about myself that I never knew before. Definitely. So for I you, yeah. So what? What now? Whenever you're in here working out and you're training, like what is it now that you're focused on? Yeah, I'm training has evolved. Like we've evolved, right? Mm-hmm. Training for me has evolved as well. And fitness has evolved overall. Oh, for sure. Crazy. But I, I was like you. I was in the gym like three hours a day, and then I had no idea what I was doing. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I benched for like an hour. (laughs) No idea what I was doing. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. And then when I got pregnant, obviously training evolved and then postpartum training evolved Mm -hmm. and going through the postpartum that I went through and having to like go through the mental thing that I went through, my training evolved so much because also like the way I appreciated my body, you know, evolved. You know, I, I actually like, I was like, wow, like my body like grew this human. Like, why am I being so hard on myself about the way I look? You know, yeah, like, badass, dude. Right? like I just gave birth to a human what? being. Like that's crazy. Like this body themselves. like made a human, like this is nuts. But oh I was so hard gosh. on myself, like you know, yeah. and we get so hard on ourselves. We go through different seasons in life, mm-hmm. whether it be pregnant or you went through a breakup and you were eating Taco Bell every day on yeah. the quarter machine, like whatever that. it is, like, you know, we go through like great times in life. We have, we have our highs, we have mm-hmm. our lows. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like our body reflects the season as well, whether it be good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but our body is going to change. Um, things are going to, you know, change in our life. And we have to just like always, I feel like appreciate our body. Like I'm like, I wake up now and I'm like, I have, I'm healthy. Mm -hmm. I have my health. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I have everything I need. Um, I need to stop looking at my body of, of like, do I have a six pack right now? Or is my body like able to get me from A to B? You know what I mean? Like I'm able to train every day. Like that's a blessing in its own. Right. Um, yeah, I've completely changed, uh, my mindset about training but I'm the same way. Like I now like to push myself in other ways, not just, you know, do a circuit to make my butt look a certain way right. or to do a certain yes. thing to make. I like to train, um, to really push m- the limits in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I started just randomly. I started powerlifting just to do something different. What Powerlifting has nothing to do with the way you look. You know what I, I mean? know. That's just straight. Like yeah. how strong are you? <laughs> yeah. Just because I, I wanted to like do something different, you know? Um, I'm, I'm all about just 
getting outside your comfort zone, yes, testing yes. the body. I mean, if you didn't get outside your comfort zone, you would have never found, you know, fitness. Nope. You never found the, you would never, never been listed in the military. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you would have never probably been where you are today if you wouldn't have gotten out of your comfort zone. I would never jump out of the airplanes. That's never. for sure. Oh yeah. I would have been way too scared. <laughs> but same thing with your training, like do something different, you know, um, do something to not just train. Like obviously we work out, we want to, you know, be relatively fit. Yeah. But like, you know, try something like you're saying, train, train your mind. Yeah. Cause there's another side to fitness. It's yeah. health. Yeah. It's called fitness and health for a reason. Totally. Have you ever tried powerlifting with chains on? No. Like put like chains on a, on a, on a barbell and do like squats with it. No. Life changing. I'm telling you. What? Yeah. I do it all the time. Is it, um, does it make it like more imbalanced? Or yeah. Not? It's like, yeah. it's more of like a stability thing, yeah. but like, it's, you know how like, so weight is weight, right? Right, Like right. on like the plates or totally. weights, right? But like a chain is different because it's like wants to drag you down, but it's not a oh, resistant yeah. band. Mm, yeah. So it's like so much more challenge. You that recruit so many different muscle fibers. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. to try that. Yeah. Interesting. So, but cool. then, so that's cool you get into this. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. You're going to love it. You should try chains, I'm telling I'm you. A, I'm going to try that. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but you also have, what is it? Uh, the Fit and Five Challenge, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think I heard an interview of yours once on bodybuilding.com, I believe, mm-hmm. or their podcast. And he asked you what your, uh, why'd you call it that? And you said, well, it just kind of goes together, right? The fit and five, yeah, right? Yeah, it just kind of goes together. Yep. But what made you, I have a purpose for why I do the podcast. I have a purpose for why I yeah. do what I do. Why did you want to help people get healthy and fit, find themselves in, in a specific time frame? Yeah, definitely. So when I first started like my fitness journey uh-huh. and I was doing bikini shows, I was so amazed at how training for four months, my very first bikini competition, not only obviously transformed my body, but it really helped transform my mind. Mm -hmm. If I would never have stepped foot into the gym, like 100%, I don't even know where I'd be right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know where I would be. Like, I I know, I, I really truly think I would not have the mindset that I have now. Because the gym has just taught me so much about myself and and honestly about life. Like it's made me resilient. It's made me disciplined. Mm-hmm. It's made me so many like positive attributes that I can really think because of the gym. So the gym, I, I really say the gym saved my life and changed my life. It really did. Yep, so I agree, I agree. because I am so passionate about that, I'm like, I wanted to, from the start, help people change and transform their life okay. through getting healthy. Uh-huh. Um, so with that passion, um, I wanted to start something, Okay, but it was so hard. I felt like online to keep people accountable, It is, you know, just because like and for them too, and for them too, you know, you're, you're, gone. Not, you're not there. You're not there. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not like checking in with in person with a trainer, you know, right. like, so even if it's FaceTime or something, you're still not there. Totally. Totally. So, um, I was like, what can I do? So that's why I started like the challenges like 10 years ago mm-hmm. to, to have some sort of incentive because I knew that if I could get someone training, you know, committed for like five weeks mm-hmm. or so then they would see the results not only in their body but in themselves in their mind and it, it addict them right and they would want to keep going right so that's how it all kind of evolved okay okay yeah it's awesome you, why did you why did because i don't i don't know this story what's the short version of like what, why i started coaching people yeah oh my okay so like i said when, when in the military when i was training people right. i was training the soldiers and stuff and getting them nice and you know i was honestly they would just come along with me 
And then I became, because obviously you rank up whenever you're in. Right, so like right. I went in as like a nothing and totally. then went up into like a, a sergeant. And wow. then while I was there, you become like in charge of soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. So then I became in charge, of, in charge of soldiers. And then you would get more leadership roles. So like you'd be in charge of PT, which is like our physical training we do every morning. So since people knew that I would go to the gym before PT and then do PT and then go to the gym after work, they knew like, dude, this guy is like the, you know, he's always training. So he knows. Yeah, so let's just make him in charge of this stuff. So I was in charge of my few people and the workouts that we did were, were great. Like, and I was just putting them together cause I love it. I love training. And, uh, this one in, in the military too, this is when I got involved in like the high intensive interval training, the like mm-hmm. CrossFit oh, yep, and stuff like that. Yep, I never yep. did that stuff before. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used right. to make, I used to make fun of CrossFit. I used to oh, think yeah. it was a joke, you know, yeah, yeah. but before it was just like curl, let's do curls, let's do bench press. But now it was like, let's do like sprints, power lifts, let's do snatches, let's do pull-ups and all this other stuff. Right. So then I started doing that with them and they loved it. And then I would get questions. Yo, how do you, uh, you know, how, if I want to get, if I want to lose more body fat, what do I do? Or, which is like a, don't ask that question. Like, it'd be, be more specific in the questions you ask. But, um, you know, then I got all these questions and all these different things started happening. And then uh, I, was, I was watching them progress. And I was like, dude, that's so cool. I can do it for myself. And I can, I can help this person do the same thing. And then they liked it so much that they knew I was getting out. And they wanted to tell me, hey, you should coach. So I get out and I tried the gym scene, okay, which was horrible. Horrible. The first gym I did was, um, you know, they told me to leave just because I was like, I don't know what it was, but I was told to leave. And the second gym, another franchise gym, right? Uh, it just wasn't working. I was accused for stuff that I never even did. And I I was passionate about what I wanted to do. Um, so then it's when I started getting into online coaching and, uh, I'm a very energetic hype person and I love to, um, and I was doing, I do group training too. So I have a boot camp and stuff now too. Oh, cool. But I was, um, I love the in-person stuff. I love to um, have the vibe, right? Yeah, definitely. But um, whenever online, you don't get that vibe, just like you just said. So I, I tried to figure out like, dude, I was doing online. I got a coach and I was, you know, obviously not knowing what I was doing. And then, then I was like, you know what? I don't know what it is I want. And I, I was like so frustrated. And then I started training people in person at my apartment gym. Oh, yeah. And then COVID hit. And I was like, right. crap, they closed everything. So like, what do I do now? So then I was still doing the boot camps. I was doing boot camps out in the, like regular parks. And then uh, then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I listened to a podcast of Dana Lynn Bailey. Oh, yeah. And she talked about how they did their first, uh, they, their first uh, home gym or how they started their gym or whatever. And it was like they had a few dollars and the gym had like 70 bucks worth of equipment or whatever. But they just bought one thing and it turned into where it is now. Like they just slowly started to grow. Right. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, you know what, dude? I need to do the same thing. I've always wanted a home gym. So I'm going to rent a garage and I'm going to start getting stuff. Yeah. So I started getting stuff. And then now I have all this stuff. And it's like a small <laughs> private local gym that I've created that I train people there and people wow. come and they feel so happy and then now parents come and they bring their kids and then they're sitting down they're doing their thing the parents are getting fit and then like I'm doing the boot camp there and like there's so much stuff happening in this garage that's amazing yeah and I was like dude this is so awesome and that's kind of how where it got me to where I am today that is so cool but I love it because um people are so hard on themselves and people 
we have a model for the podcast and, and to inspire people to believe in themselves. I feel like that's the missing link to anything. Yes. Because yep. if you don't believe in who you are and what you're for capable sure. of, you're never going to do nothing. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are hard on themselves, especially moms and females, because my and almost 85 percent of my clients are females. No way. And it's all the same stuff. Like, why haven't I lost five pounds yet? Like, dude, it's only been a week. Yeah, right. Or, like, right. how come this and that and this and that? And it's like, you know, you girls battle a lot. Yeah. And guys do too. I've noticed oh, more yeah, and more yeah, the more guys yeah. I get. But females are so hard on themselves, and I wanted to help and fix that. And that's what keeps me addicted to it. That's yeah, what keeps that's me fired amazing. up for it. That's so cool too that you're – I. that's one thing I do miss is, like, that in-person, you know – Connection, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's that vibe. is like that energy is, like – Oh, I thrive. It's, I know it's great, but then you can't yeah. be at can't, three yeah. places at once. Totally, totally. So you know, then that's the, amazing that you built that. Yeah, that's so cool. I need to send you a picture. I love it. You just need it. to come work out over there. Yeah. Then we can put the chains on. <gasps> for sure. Yeah, I'm that's telling you, that's the next, next level. Time, next time I'm down there for sure. Oh yeah, dude, we'll be there. <laughs> yes, yes, that is yeah, it's some crazy stuff. Um, so now you you obviously coach, and now you have all this stuff that you're doing. What's next for Paige Hathaway? Oh my gosh, what's next? Um, you know, I, I kind of took the year and just kind of soaked in being a mom. Um, didn't start any like new projects, but I have a lot. I can't say too much, but I have a lot of new projects in the works. Oh, keep them, keep them like, oh, I wonder what it is. I wonder what it is. Um, yeah, I wonder <laughs> what it is. So just be looking out, you know, uh, and. Yeah, I can't say too much about it, but... <laughs> Dang, she's got me wanting to know too. Dang. Uh, no, that's awesome. Always striving for more. For yeah. Always striving to obviously help more people. You Definitely. know, like it's great to help people. It is. Yeah. It's amazing. For everyone right now listening, maybe like their moms or maybe they're right now they're pregnant or, yeah. or maybe whoever, someone right now who might be struggling in a hard situation in life. What kind of words of encouragement or advice would you give someone right now who is obviously in a hard time right now and all they want to do is is quit? Yeah. I mean, we didn't get to where we were we are now mm-hmm. by quitting, mm-hmm. you know? And so I would just say do not do not give up on yourself cuz you are all that yourself has. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. Yeah. you are what you got. Right. Right. So don't give up on yourself. Um, and honestly, like if I, I could never, ever, 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 ever picture my life. Like my life is like, oh my goodness, like way better than I could have ever imagined. But I created this life. You painted it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so you truly can, truly can create any life that you want. There's going to be hardship. There are going to be setbacks. You might be going something through something right now that you feel like you're never going to be able to like get out of, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you know, and I've been there and you've been Mm. there, but guess what? We got out of it. Um, so truly, honestly, like you said, believe in yourself, know that this storm that you're going through will pass, stay positive, stay focused. And honestly, reach for the stars, like reach for the stars. Yep. Because you can truly do (laughs) so much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like so much. I mean, honestly, anything. I mean, anything. anything. Literally. Yes. (laughs) Literally. Literally. I mean, unless, I don't know, unless your goal is to like go to Pluto or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That might be impossible. (laughs) (laughs) But you can really do anything in life. You know, you can really create any life that you want. 
Um, so don't give up on yourself. If something doesn't work out in life, there's a different way to get there. You know, like you were saying, um, you know, you building this gym, you're trying mm. to like figure out you were training at uh, corporate gyms and mm. it wasn't working out, but you mm. didn't give up. Yep. And now look what happens when you don't give up. You have your own gym yeah. and people are coming to you at your own gym to yeah. work out. You know what happens when you don't give up, even when things aren't working out for you, yeah. there has, there's something else there. Mm. Maybe your calling wasn't to work in a corporate gym. It was to start your own gym, mm. but you would have never known that if you would have given up. Right. So maybe if there's some sort of goal that you have, that's just maybe you're, you're, you're working on it so hard. Maybe you should kind of figure out something around your goal. Mm-hmm. Like, like you did. I want to be a trainer, but this isn't working, but I'm going to try something else. That's still going to get me to here, but it's going to be a little different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I always say that there's not one route to a destination, just like there's not one route to your goal. You can get to Disney World taking mm-hmm. 10 different ways. You can get to your goal by taking 10 different ways. Right, right, Just right. don't give up. Right. So, just keep going, just you keep know? Just keep going. Just keep, keep, it, keep it on. Dude, 2019, I was supposed to start the podcast. So, I got, a, I got a coach, a mentor, right, to help me out with online coaching. Yeah. And inside there, I met tons of amazing other coaches, totally. which I still have amazing connections with. Yeah. And I brought them on the show. Oh, awesome. So, which is so cool. Yeah. But even if you are, if you want something and if you're, you're being told this is it. Yep. But for some reason, you do not feel right. Mm-hmm. Always, just like you said, I love how you said that. Find something else around it, right? Like, find something else that your goal is there. And, and if you find something outside of it, that might just be the small interest to get you inside to where you want to exactly. be at. So I think it's so crazy. I never even thought about it until you just said it right now. Yeah. But I never, not once, ever thought I would ever open up a podcast. And it first started with a $20 microphone I bought from Amazon. And horrible editing. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and, and now it's where it is today. Yeah. Which is so awesome. It's amazing. Only like because what you've done is amazing. I, I try. That's I try. Because so all this, like, we want to... Whenever you want to truly help someone, this is what helps me to find yeah. the uh, the passionate coaches inside the industry. Right. Because right. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Yeah. Over all the years, there's a lot of stuff out there that's like crazy, you know. Um, so I want to find the passion inside of it, and I feel like it's a good place for someone to go to just to find like the right stuff mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And and I feel like that's that's great because just like we've been talking about the whole time, fitness is always a battle against you and yourself, and you're always trying to find more about yourself. Mm-hmm. The only way you do it is by going through the hard times Definitely. and just figuring it out. Yeah. Gosh. I know. So crazy. Life is so crazy, but it's such a beautiful journey. Um, it is. And you know, we only have one life. You're only who you are. Are you 27? 20, I'm, I'm going to be 27. About to be 27. You're only going to be 27 once. I'm going to make it to 100. Yeah. I'll tell Same. you right now. 102. I always say that. Dang, 102? <laughs> I might. I'll try. I still hit 100. I don't know how, how strong the drive is going to be to get to 102, but I'll try. I'll try to be there. Maybe if you still have your podcast, we'll be like this. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Remember me? Yeah, we'll come back right here with the same table and everything. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, but life is beautiful and it's it's crazy and it's it's got you know crazy times, shitty times, good times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to really learn. I... I I, if I could tell my younger self something, just like learn to really embrace all the times, um, every single one, every single thing mm-hmm. that you go through, um, you know, 
you're, you are in control, um, of the way you feel, you know, about your happiness mm-hmm. and, and, and really about life. I mean, sometimes I, I remember when I'd go through things sometimes, even if when I look back, it'd be like silliest thing, like a break, breakup with someone. And now I'm like, yeah. why was I so upset <laughs> about that? You know what I mean? Right. But it's all, it's all the things, you know, mm-hmm. that you feel like your life is over and, yeah. um, or how are you going to get, you know, maybe you're going through a divorce, like whatever it is, um, whether it be fitness or non-fitness related, the storm will pass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to keep it going. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. It was whenever I was told to leave home, I had $26 in my bank account. See? I had to pay my car, my insurance, I had to pay all this stuff. And I, I, I didn't go into debt. I still figured out how to how to do it. Yeah, same. Yeah. See, look at us. Dang, us. you can do it too. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I know you're a very um, popular person. But still, for people who don't know who you are, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> where is the uh, where is the best place for people to find you? If they just want to see what's going on, maybe even yeah, just tag you. In, you know, where's the best place for people to find you? Yeah, um, and I would love for people if they're listening to this, tag me in it, and I will yeah. post it and everything. But um, just just my name, Paige Hathaway, on Instagram, Paige Hathaway on Facebook, PageHathaway.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty original, <laughs> right? Page out of the way. We'll make, it, we'll make it even easier. In the show notes, we're going to put the links to everything she's got going on. It's just Paige Hathaway. Yeah, if you just Google Page Hathaway, something will pop up and you can just follow that, right? <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, we had uh, an amazing guest speaker here today, Paige Hathaway. And um, thank you for talking to me. Yeah. This is awesome. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. You know what? That, that was a nice... Um, I'm I'm really glad you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You have an amazing story, like I said, and uh, and I feel like people need to hear it because everyone thinks that you know, oh, she has a perfect life or he has a perfect yeah. life or this and that. And it's like, dude, no. Yeah. Right? We all are in this together. Totally. And I just been through more hard stuff, maybe, yeah. or I've gone through it. Yeah. But hey, I'm here today. Totally. And it's because of this. Yeah. Right. You can do too. Yeah. People don't really see like the uh, struggles or the journey, right? right? They just see like highlights. The highlights. Yeah. You're that's right. It's cool. You know. That's yeah. why they make a commercial for a movie. Previews. You're right. The highlights of the movie. Totally. Right? And you go see the movie and it's like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking four stars. <laughs> oh, Good point. That's, uh, <laughs> it is, right? You're that's right. Best, best way to put it. Uh, but uh, everyone listening right now. He, um, just, he just said my life was a four star. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if they can make an extra star, that would be yours, girl. Um but if you're listening right now and you have grabbed value from the episode or you've been inspired or empowered or you've just grabbed something from what Paige has been talking about, we've been both talking about, if you know anyone out there right now who is struggling or could use some words of encouragement, share the episode out. Send it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, your neighbor, somebody. The more people we get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do here at the podcast. We're trying to inspire people to believe in themselves because that is the missing piece to the growth that we just don't think that we can accomplish. All right. But amazing guest speaker today, Paige Thank Hathaway. You. Oh my gosh. Coach was, Matt, you already know who I am. Were we here for an hour already? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I already passed it. Yeah. We could do this all day. I know. <laughs> so I, most of the time I forget that we're on a, I'm, I'm doing this. That was so nice. Yeah. Okay. But we're going to say peace out now. All right, everybody. So Coach Matt, Paige Hathaway, everybody have a great rest of your day. Okay. Train hard. And live strong. There we go. All right, everybody. Peace. <laughs> 
You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifstrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.